Okay, friends, now that Labor Day weekend, the unofficial end of summer is in the past. This fall thing is for real. I'm all about bringing on the pumpkin spice lattes, the sweaters and flannels, the changing of leaves, but for many women, fall also brings on a lot of busy. I need to be at that. I have to pick up that. I should take care of that. I can't believe I forgot that. When will I have time for that? Fill in the blank with all that this season of life that you're in this fall holds. It's enough to drive a girl crazy. Can you say squirrel brain? And squirrel brain is exhausting and honestly, unproductive. Because if you've ever tried to chase two squirrels, you know you won't catch either one. How do I know? Because I've tried it and it doesn't work. And even if you're just chasing one squirrel at a time, without a solid system, you'll still be running in circles and likely come up empty-handed and on the ground looking up a tree. So as we head back into fall, whether that means back to school for you and your gang or not, let's commit to not going back to busy. Deal? Around here, we're all about going from busy to balanced so we can be present. Now, be sure to follow the show because over the next few weeks, we're gonna tackle some common areas that make us feel busy, leading to more work, more stress, and more distraction. And instead, how to create a sustainable system to avoid the disorder and the chaos. Y'all ready to dive into fall with me without squirrel brain? Let's do it. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Speaking of fall, I've still been getting amazing feedback about the five-day Redeem Your Time This Fall Challenge that we did on the podcast just a few weeks ago. I'd love to hear, what did you find most helpful? You know what I've heard most often from women, both inside the Redeem Her Kind community, as well as inside the coaching program, not trying to keep it all in your head and having a written plan for your week helps you not feel like you're chasing squirrels all day long and not dropping all the balls or yourself either. How amazing would it feel to have a plan for your week that includes how to fill you up first, then where to pour out and when, so you're not running with your hair on fire from sunup till sundown, trying to do all the things all at once, only to crash in bed and get up and do it all over again. That's not just squirrel brain, it's Groundhog's Day for many women. Is that what your week feels like? 
That's why I'm opening up extra slots this month for one hour schedule shaping strategy sessions. We're together. We will look at all the things on your plate this fall and create an ideal weekly plan for where you want your time to go with God. Now, hear me in this. I know there's no such thing as a perfect week where all goes exactly according to plan, but I guarantee that with a plan going in, you're going to find way more of it goes the way you planned than just chasing squirrels day in and day out. So I'll drop the link at the bottom of the show notes so you can grab a spot and let's get your time in order before any more of it gets away. Okay. Are you ready to dive into what makes us feel like you're chasing squirrels all day long in the solution to change all that? Whenever I connect with women, no matter what stage of life they're in, and I ask, how's life lately? You know what answer I hear most often? Some form of busy. Busy, busy, busy. Always busy. Oh, just staying busy. So when I notice patterns, I ask questions. Is this normal? Sadly, it's become the norm. Is it desirable? Now, although we wear busy like a badge of honor, I don't see images of two busy women promoted all over Magnolia or Instagram. Is this sustainable? I think we all know the answer to that question from our own experiences of crashing and burning and burning out. So I've been taking a survey amongst the women inside the community, asking what makes you feel busy. And I've heard things like all the drop-offs and pickups, the meetings and events, the meal planning and shopping, the cleaning and laundry, the paperwork and mail, the bills and budgets, the emails and messages, the apps and social media. Can you relate? And then of course, if you work outside the home, from the home or in the home, you've got those tasks and responsibilities to add to the list. And that doesn't include what we often call quote, extra things that you want to make time for, like quiet time with the Lord, date night with your hubby, connection with family and friends, maybe even enjoying a hobby, moving your body well and growing yourself. I'm here to tell you those aren't extra. They're part of a balanced with God life, but too often they get crowded out by the things that feel more urgent or important in the moment because life is a little like chasing squirrels. Why is this? We're chasing squirrels all day long, hoping we'll fit it all in, but we don't know that it's not even possible. So we just resign ourselves to the fact that this is just how life is busy. And what doesn't help is telling ourselves and others that it's just going to get busier. But let me ask you, is this the life that God intends for you as his daughter? I don't think so. And I don't see it in scripture either. Instead, he says things like, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. Mark 6, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters, Psalm 23. I don't see busy and chaos anywhere in his world. When I look at scripture, what I do see is a God of order. Whether it's in the order of creation or in the order of how we honor him or how we relate to one another. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul addresses an area of friction amongst the local believers how to come together in worship in a way that gives God glory and benefits one another. If you read the entire chapter, it sounds like things are a little all over the place at church. So in verse 33, he reminds them, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. And then in verse 40, he says, all things should be done in a fitting or orderly way. 
That's why Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, gave these believers a system to follow to make the best use of their time when they came together for the purpose of worship. Instead of wasting it caught up in the chaos of disorder, which ultimately doesn't honor God or serve anyone, right? So I got to thinking, if our lives are to be about loving God and loving others too, then this principle of order applies to every area of our with God life. Because a life of disorder, aka being busy chasing squirrels all day, isn't going to result in much loving God and others, is it? Perhaps one way that we can not only reflect God's character, but also fulfill what he's called us to is to create order by using systems for how we do things in our lives. Think of an area in your life that's causing you to feel chaotic or busy because you're always chasing it on your never-ending to-do list. What if there was a way to create a system around it so that it gets done in an orderly way and frees up your time for what really matters? Wow. Now, before you go thinking that systems are about making your life robotic, let me just ask you, how's the squirrel chasing going? Finding much time to be in those quiet places and rest with him and those you love? I didn't think so because, well, it didn't work for me either. So let's look at systems as a way to create the space that we long for to live the life that we're called to as his daughters. Today, we're going to look at what a system is and how to start to create your own systems to reduce the busy and disorder in your life. And as I'm saying this, I'm thinking back to the rule of life concept we talked about on episode 165. I truly believe the two go hand in hand as we put a framework of order in place that allows space for growth in the eight key areas of our life. That is how we will flourish and be fruitful. So what is a system? I'm so glad you asked. It's like a routine, but better. Because you see, a routine is merely a series of habits. It's those actions or activities that you do on a regular basis. Think about the specific tasks, chores, or activities that you engage in daily, weekly, monthly, or maybe even seasonally. Now, routines are good because they provide a sense of structure and predictability to your day-to-day life. For example, your morning routine might include waking up at a certain time, reading your Bible and prayer journaling, exercising, eating breakfast, and then getting ready for the work for work or for your day. Routines are usually centered around a repeated pattern of specific tasks that bring that sense of predictability and comfort. Not a bad thing, but a system takes things to the next level. Because a system goes beyond just individual tasks and looks at the overall process, the structure and the strategy behind managing your tasks or time. That's what makes it a more organized and intentional approach to handling your daily activities and to-dos. In fact, in a well-orchestrated system, you eliminate 95% of your to-do list. Ha, more on that to come. A system encompasses the routines in your life, but it also involves the planning, the organization, and the optimization of those routines so that way you can achieve those bigger picture goals, like your with God life vision. Unlike a standalone routine, a system is a more structured approach to putting all those tasks into the right places and connecting one routine with the next. Plus, it involves a lot of prayerful planning that considers your with God priorities, plans, and resources to do what he is calling you to do. And what I love most about systems is that they're flexible and adaptable, and they can and should be adjusted as our circumstances change, which allows us to continue to grow. And even better, systems take that holistic view of managing your time and tasks 
And they also consider how different tasks and routine interact with each other and with your faith. Are you picturing our With God Life Assessment Wheel right now? If you haven't gotten a copy in your hands, you can go to redeemhertime.com forward slash worksheet to download one now. So in essence, while a routine is a more focused set of tasks that you perform regularly, a system is a full framework that includes the routines as well as the strategy, the organization, and the planning of how those routines work together to build your with God life. A system is about creating an intentional and structured way to look at your time and tasks with a goal of being a faithful steward of the time and resources that he's given you so you can build his kingdom. Amen to that, right? So how do you get started creating a sustainable system for your with God life? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It involves thoughtful planning and implementation, which we're all about around here on Redeem Her Time. So grab some paper or your notes app and get ready to jot down these five key steps to help you establish a system that takes you towards your with God life. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, a good with God life system is built on clear goals and priorities. You have to start by beginning with defining your with God vision goals, and where it is you're heading in this season. What do you want to see happen in each area of your life in the next year? What about the next five to 10 years? What do you want to be said about you when you're hundred? Knowing where you're going will help you to identify the tasks now that align with your goals and focus your time on what truly matters in this season to move in that direction, which takes us to number two, a good with God life system has a step-by-step approach. Cause once you have that bigger picture, now it's time to look at where you are right now and where you will go in this season. So those steps should include a brain dump to get all those things on paper and then sort into buckets to characterize those tasks by importance and urgency. The next time blocking where you take those specific tasks and assign them to specific time blocks, keeping in mind that if it, if it fits best into a refill or a pour out, like we talked about in the challenge last, last time. Be sure to schedule tasks based on where you are going to be most productive and when you are least distracted. And when you're blocking as much as you can, you want to implement batching where you put similar tasks together and handle them during the same time periods, like meal planning or paying bills, because this is going to help save the time that you waste while multitasking or switching back and forth from one task to the next. And did you hear me say the word prioritize? You need to identify your most important tasks by identifying what's urgent versus important and assigning those priority levels of must do, should do, and could do. Does all of this sound a little like what we covered on the challenge? It should, because those are the steps of an effective and sustainable system. Number three, a good with God life system uses time management tools and techniques. That way it helps you to focus your time and make the best use of it. So, You want to use paper planners, Google calendars, task managers, reminders, or a combination of the above to keep track of all of your tasks and schedules. So you don't have to remember it all. I've got all kinds of ideas that we share here on the podcast and inside the community and coaching program. It's about finding the combination that works best for you because well, we can't and shouldn't keep it all in your head, right? And then you want to implement different techniques we talk about, like the Pomodoro, where you work in focused 25 or 50 minute intervals, or how about the two minute rule where you complete a task quickly because you just commit to a short period of time or the four D's method that we talked about to sort your list, where you delete, 
delegate, delay, and then delight. And of course, a good system is going to have those routines. Anything that happens on a daily, weekly, monthly, seasonally, or even yearly basis should have its own routine inside your system. What I love about reoccurring routines is that it reduces decision fatigue and increases my efficiency because that way I'm not chasing drop balls all day long like I used to. Number four, a good with God life system includes regular review and adjustment. We talk about this a lot inside the Redeemer Time Coaching Program. I'm a huge fan of daily check-ins where you start and end your day by looking back and looking ahead at your time, your tasks, and your priorities, and then making any necessary adjustments based on the changing circumstances. Because like we said, (laughs) there's no such thing as a perfect day or week. In In addition to this, you also want to have weekly and monthly previews where you're dedicating time each week, ideally before Monday morning or before the first of the month, to review your With God goals adjust your schedule, and plan for the upcoming week or month. In fact, I host a start focused call for the Redeem Her Time community members on the last Monday of each month. So be sure to come join the free community so you can get in on that and access my free focus previewing system. And of course, each season, about every 12 to 13 weeks, you should regularly assess the effectiveness of your system. Are you in alignment with your With God vision? Are you making progress towards your with God goals? Have you identified your next with God priorities and have well laid out plans? The worksheet I mentioned earlier is a great tool to help you do that. And once you assess, be willing to adapt and refine your system as needed for this season. And number five, a good with God life system includes practicing self-care and flexibility, which takes your well-being into consideration. So let me ask you, are you taking time for rest? AKA refills, you need to ensure your system includes adequate breaks, relaxation, and time each day and week to refill your body, mind, and spirit. And are you being flexible? While structure is really important, we need to allow for flexibility to accommodate those, well, unexpected events or changes in priorities. Are you holding your plans loosely enough to let God direct or redirect you? That doesn't mean you squirrel everything that comes across your path but do you have a way to discern what's an invitation or what's an interruption, AKA a distraction? And last, are you being mindful? Staying present in the moment helps you to avoid overloading your schedule. That's why our mindful planning helps to prevent burnout because you're paying attention to not only the needs of those around you, but to those inside of you. Cause if you're worn out, stressed out or burned out, you're no good to anyone and your system is going to crash. So remember, creating a sustainable task and time management system is an ongoing process that includes a clear vision, steps to address your season, tools and techniques to keep you on track, regular review and adjustments, and plenty of flexibility in checking in with yourself and God. I'm just going to tell you, it's not a perfect process. Sometimes it requires experimentation, trying something, and then learning from your experiences and adjusting your approach over time to personalize a system that works best for you. That's why women love the Redeem Her Time framework, because we cover all eight areas of your life and we help you to build a system for your with God life with faith as a foundation. So that way, you know where to invest your time this season so you can be more balanced and more present. 
Plus, when you pair the right system with the right support, let's just say, well, that's a formula for success and system sustainability, aka not busyness. So may I encourage you to grab one of those one-hour schedule shaping strategy sessions and get a taste of how the Redeem Her Time system and support could make all the difference for you? In case you're chasing squirrels as you listen, that link will be in the show notes. Just scroll down to the bottom. So now that we've embraced the concept of system, which could also be called a rule of life, over the next few weeks, we're going to zero in on ideas for specific routines that fit into your overall system that will help to address those most common areas that make women feel busy, like calendar management, emails, texts and messages, social media, paperwork and mail, meal planning and shopping, cleaning and laundry, bill paying and family communication. If you've got another area that you'd like me to address, come drop it in the community, or you can email me at lissa at redeemhertime.com. And as we build these routines, we'll go step-by-step through a specific process with plenty of support. So how can you implement what we've talked about today? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Let's start creating a system with a routine that creates order for how you take care of one specific area in your life. All you need to do today is decide which area will get your attention first. I want you to think about what's one specific area where you are currently experiencing some frustration, friction, stress, or a feeling of busyness. Now, you may be tempted to say, Lissa, that's everything in my life, and you may be right, but I'm going to make you pick just one to start with. No more trying to do all the things at once, because that's likely why you're feeling so busy and disordered. So here's an example. Perhaps you're too often opting for pickup, drive through or microwave-ready dinner, spending too much time, money, and calories on not-so-healthy foods that do not nourish you or help you move towards your With God Wellness goals. Why? Well, because you don't have an answer to the question, what's for dinner? So maybe your area is around meal planning. What's one area in your life that would benefit from a routine as part of a bigger system? Come share with us where you want to focus on today's community post. And together, we're going to start building your routines and system with the right support. I know where you are right now, trying to do all the things all day long can leave you feeling frustrated and exhausted. So let's give it to him and ask for his direction around creating a life of order. Dear Father, thank you that you are not a God of disorder, but a peace. And that you have shown us that example, not only in how you created the world, but in also the ways that you have told us to relate with you and to relate with others. God, we confess that so often we are chasing squirrels in our life. We're just trying to get things done and running after them, trying not to drop the balls ourselves. And God, when we do that, we waste a lot of time and we're not being good stewards of what it is that you have given us and called us to do. And so I pray that you give us discernment today. Help us to start by seeing one area where we may be chasing squirrels, one area that may be wasting our time and attention and putting it towards less important things. And help us to be bold and to have the faith to step out, to confess and uh, admit that one area and to ask for help. God, we can't wait to see what you do as we intentionally live our with God life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity.
Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.